BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, yo, what's good? Check it out. This is your boy, Elder Sensei, one half of the legendary artifacts. You are right now in tune to my man, Tim Einenkel at the library on rapstation.com uh, if you're popping y'all yeah, artifacts please Helen 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 talking like a seller got a Spanish Chicago andana meta ever since I've been losing control wait a minute y'all know me that long y'all know the names of my earliest songs y'all know the things I was earlier on I just say it'll be alright growing up my house broken like a pee outside uh came up from the cellar now y'all ain't talking shit Helen Keller begin on the flow like a teller fall from a my next guest writes, produces, mixes, and masters his own music. He's about to drop his latest EP, Helen Keller, on May 19th. He's Queen's New York MC. Code is clap, and I want to welcome to the library with Tim Ryan on rapstation.com. Thank you, man. Cool. Thanks. Thanks, thanks, for, thanks I, for being here. I appreciate the opportunity. It's awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so before we get into the EP, Helen Keller, I want to ask you... Um, Something you said in an interview when you were asked, uh, why do you make music? And you responded, I make music because I have to. I have to. Um, I have to. What, what did that mean? What did, what did you mean by that? When I'm not making music, I feel I feel almost like a shell of myself. I feel like I feel almost inadequate. You know, um, like I get depressed and stuff um, when I'm not creating. And uh, like for me, this music shit, I, like I understand that it's not the get-rich-quick scheme that everybody thinks it is. Like, I'm honestly, I can say I'm not doing this for the money. You know, um, my stuff is on iTunes and all that stuff, but I've also given away just about everything I've made, you know, for free. I need to make music. It's it's how I express myself. And then, you know, whether it's writer's block or uh, I'm not creating, I don't feel complete, you know. I walk around uh, upset and angry and... I'm just not myself. I need to do this. Is it something that you, I mean, is the goal for you to create, uh, to feel complete, to create a, a song a day, or is it just the act of starting some project or a track? Um, it's just, it's got to be organic. You know, um, when I was younger, I used to write every day. And, you know, I'm, I don't really write uh, verses and stuff just to write anymore, you know, um, I need to sit down with, with, with beats. You know, when I do write, it's everything is, is like I approach a track melodic and usually I, I ride the bass line, you know, and I treat one thing I've learned. I've been doing this a long time. Uh, and, and the difference now, uh, excuse me, is that I'm treating my vocals like an instrument. And when people would say that before, I didn't understand it, you know. But yeah, that that's the difference. So so yeah, man. When I write, I need the the production behind me, and 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 I like creating, uh, I like creating a, a feel, a mood, you know, an aura. It's not really about just writing bars for me. I like um, more than writing uh, bars. I like make writing music. You know, I was in a rock band for six years and. 
It was. It's all about the music. I, I when I'm writing, I I can see the final version of the song in my head already. You know, I know where my ad libs are gonna go. I know what effects I'm gonna put on certain words as soon as I'm writing them. You know, so I see. Uh, it's like a vision, and bringing that vision to life, it's it's awesome. And then when I'm done with a song, it's like holy shit. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's 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 incredible. It's incredible. You mentioned you were in a rock band, you know, but you're, I guess a rock punk hip hop alternative band yeah. when you were younger. Uh, so why ultimately, what drew you, I guess, to hip hop culture and rap music? Why why'd you why why'd you use that or that that genre as your outlet? <laughs> well, I always wanted to be in a band when I was younger, and then uh, and my brother would put me on to to music when I was younger. Uh, you know, like I remember when Onyx Back the Fuck Up came out. And I heard it, or, or when 36 Chambers came out, I was like, you know, I never really heard nothing like that before. And it, it was it was dope, but it wasn't, like, love. Like, I would love it, but I didn't understand it. I would recite Wu-Tang lyrics and fuck up all the lyrics, <laughs> you know, like, everything. I didn't understand it, you know, and I, I was just like a rock and roll kid. I grew up on classic rock, um, which grew into grunge and... And then finally, I started getting into hip-hop a little more. Uh, I started writing. Actually, when I first started writing, it was more like R&B. Not that I'm a singer by any <laughs> means. It's just we, we had to write poetry in class and keep a journal. And I just didn't want to. So my way out of it was I asked my teacher in, a, a, what was it, oh, man, sophomore year, I asked him if I could just keep a rhyme book. And, and write lyrics instead. And he was like, yeah, as long as you're writing, I don't care. So then little by little, and then uh, I met one of my closest friends now, but I met him in high school, and, and that's when he started putting me on to, like, hip-hop, you know, especially, like, um, raucous and a lot of underground, yeah, like, yeah. really backpack stuff. And, uh, I mean, I fell in love, you know. that's And then, then I went back and studied my Illmatics and, you know, all that kind of stuff, like, but I'm definitely a student, you know, I have, like, so many CDs packed in the closet now, and, uh, yeah, man, I went back, and, and then when I finally fell in love with hip-hop, I, I just had to do some homework on it, you know? I also read that, uh, you knew you wanted to make a career out of this when you heard Common and Sadat's yeah. uh, 199, yeah. and you just mentioned Ruckus, Ruckus. That uh, sound bombing they, album was... It, it, the sound bombing too is like honestly nobody talks about it but i feel like that, that's like one of the best hip-hop albums i ever heard to this day you know and most times like compilations never really amazing right but that that was incredible you know and that's like when i started hearing most deaf and feral Monch and uh internal affairs the feral Monch album or, or uh most deaf black on both sides like or uh reflection eternal and and uh Black Star, man, I still listen to the Black Star album. They're like all these around the same time I heard one nine 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 and it was it was just incredible. I was like it was like a whole different world to me. Mm. You know, and it's not it's like, you know, and a whole different world to discover. Cause you know, this the hip hop's been going on forever, you know, and I'm the latecomer here, so and it was incredible to see all this music and yeah, man, that that, that whole sound bombing project was incredible. I was like, holy shit. And then Common, I started um I started listening to his 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 further back music, you know, uh to to Can I Borrow a Dollar and and uh Resurrection and 
uh, one day it all makes sense. I have every one, you know, and I was like, wow, Common is incredible, you know. Um, yeah, man, it, it was just, it cha- It was like life-changing experience to hear that song, like that production, high-tech, it was like, whoa, it's crazy. One thing that's, uh, I think, well, many things, but one of the things that's pretty incredible about what you do is you, like I mentioned, you you, you produce, you mix, you write, um, you master your own music. Um <laughs> What are some of the advantages to doing that? But what are what do you think are some of the disadvantages to doing that? Well, I don't. First of all, I don't produce like I used to. Um, most of the times, I'm I'm rocking over a producer's beats. Um, but I do all my own executive production. You know, like uh, sometimes my produce. Well, most of the time, my producers will give me the stems, and I'll build these songs. You know, the advantage is that that the songs usually come out the way I want them to sound, you know? It's like when I first started doing this, I feel like um, the music never sounded the way I wanted to, you know? And it was even in, like, the infancy stages of me having these visions of putting these songs together, but it still never came out the way I wanted it to. And um, and it's cool. Like, you know, when I first started mixing, I sucked. <laughs> but you have to, like me, I'm the type of person, I'm not a natural at anything in my life. Like, the only reason why I'm good at certain things that I'm good at is because I put in the time. You know, some people, like, I couldn't rap for the first shit, man. I mean, honestly, anything before, like, 2012 for me is, like, kind of horrible. <laughs> you know, and I've been writing since 97. Right, right, right. So uh, it's, it takes me a while to get good at what I do. Um, anyway, to answer the question, man, it's just the advantages. It's, it's, I can bring my vision to life. So I'm not good at explaining things sometimes. So when I'm mixing a song or mastering a song or engineering myself, I don't have to explain it. All I have to do is, is draw out the picture that's in my head. The disadvantage is it, it probably takes me double the time that it would take somebody else. Like, um, you know, uh, I have people that I engineer for clients and stuff that come in, lay their vocals, and they trust me, and they just walk out. You know what I mean? Like they'll go home, and then I'll work on it when they're not here. I don't have that advantage. Like I wish I could clone myself sometimes. <laughs> you know? Yeah, but um, but that's the thing. It's just time consuming, but it don't feel like work because I love to do it. You know? Uh but yeah, that's the advantage is is being able to do it myself. When you're building a beat, I remember uh, DJ Newmark from Jurassic Five talked about, uh, during an interview with him, he talked about um, producing a, a song for, uh, I forgot offhand, but he said that there's a feel that you get when you're like building a beat that you can't explain to really anyone, but like you just know, right? Like you're just like making a beat and then like, hey, it deserves a piano here or it deserves something, right? Uh, I, I really, no, I really, it's hard for me to say that because honestly, my, as far as actually producing and, 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 uh, making, I'm, I build beats now. Um, I don't really, uh, man, I'm more inclined to, I'm more likely to tell my producer a melody and have him build it, you know? So as far as producing and making a beat from scratch, I haven't done that in years. And the reason why I don't is because when I make music, it's not about the ego. You know, I used to make beats from scratch and, you know, and and I would put time into it. And then one of my producers would come along and do it 10 times better 
you know, and I just want to make the best music. Right, right, right. I don't, I'm not one of these guys that just, you know, I used to, I've seen people that rather prefer to rock over their own beats just to say, hey, I produce this. Right. You know, I'm not, that's not me. I want to make the best song possible. So I really can't answer that, but... You know, when I'm writing a verse and, and, and I'm in the pocket, I know, you know, right. and then you play it back and you get chills and it's like, holy shit, you know. But, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. you know. I want to turn to the EP, uh, Helen Keller. Uh, the first track off the EP is uh, Demons Into Diamonds, which starts out with, uh, it ain't about how hard you hit and continues with yeah. the speech from Sylvester Stone and Rocky Balboa. You, me and nobody is going to hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's Why choose that start. speech to start on the album? Oh, you know what's crazy? Um, that beat was produced by 20th Letter. Uh, that's actually Domingo's brother. And uh, he sent me a whole bunch of, just, just a real quick, he sent me a, a beat folder and I heard that. And when I first heard that beat, I... Um, I wanted to go really melodic over it. Like, the way I approached it, I didn't... I wasn't going to do it like that. And I had written the song and recorded it, and I felt like it was missing something. And I was like, yo, this needs, like, a dope little uh, monologue or something in the beginning. And, um, yeah, man, and I just... I put punched in a few ideas on YouTube, and that's what came up. Excuse me, of what I was looking for. And, uh... And honestly, if I sat down and wrote it myself, I couldn't have did it better. You know, it's like, because um, I'm not really a movie buff. Right. I, I, and the reason is I don't like spending time watching movies. I'd rather be creating something. Right, right, right. You know? So when I heard it, I was like, holy shit, this is amazing. This is exactly what I wanted. And uh, and the reason is, is because, like, I hadn't really put out music in a while. and uh, And I just felt like sometimes... People don't take responsibility, you know, and uh, uh, for what they do, you know, and people want to make excuses why they're not certain places and that kind of stuff. And I just felt like, uh, you know, it was the perfect opening, like, you know, like it's time to step up and do this, you know. And uh, everybody thinks they deserve stuff, you know, but you got to go and take it. And, yeah, when I heard it, I was like, oh, my God. So I chopped it up a little, and I, yeah. I was like, well, I don't want Sylvester Stallone like that on my uh, on my song. So I pitched them down a little. Yeah. I knew people would recognize it. It's Sylvester Stallone, man. But, um, but yeah, and it just worked. It just it, – as soon as I heard it, it was like, okay, that's – it was perfect. It was dope. Demons and Diamonds. Also, it's the first video uh, for the album. Uh, yeah, we um we we were just at the film festival last Thursday. Uh, it got accepted into the independent film festival, which was really Congratulations. cool. That's awesome. Thank you, man. And then they asked me to perform, which is Eve. It, it, that was dope too. Um, and it was cool because we were just kicking around the idea about doing a video, and uh, the videographer uh, Ryan Windes, he's really talented, and um. We were just kicking around the idea, like, he knew how to submit it, so he was like, yo, maybe we'll shoot a video and we'll see what happens. And I was like, yeah, fuck it, what do we got to lose, <laughs> yeah. you know? And and it just happened. It was just really cool. It, it was really cool. And I'm really proud of it. I can't wait till it comes out, you know? And the video takes on, a, it also takes on a boxing kind of theme, right? And Yeah. What is, uh, 
for you? Is there a, is there a significance to boxing? That no, I I took a very hands off approach on the video because um, um, Ryan had a, a, a vision and uh, and and I just trusted him with it. You know, I had zero, more or less, I had zero input on the story. But the the thing that's crazy is the video. Um, it's like it's basically how I grew up, you know, and he didn't know because, um, Ryan don't know me from back then, but when he showed me the video, um, you know, I'm in it, but I didn't even know, I didn't want to know his whole vision, even when I was, went to shoot my parts for it, you know? And, um, and when I saw the final product, I was like, holy, this, this is like spot on, you know, minus the boxing, but the boxing would be equivalent to the music for me, Mm -hmm. you know? And so, no, I took a hands-off approach because I like to give people their freedom. You know, if somebody comes to me for music, uh, I'd like to have them trust me, you know, with my vision. Same way I do with with videographers. Unless I have, like, a a vision that I need to bring to life, you know? Uh, The track Rap Stars... uh... The hook says, "Never let your kids, never let your kids grow up to be rap stars." Yeah, (laughs) Uh, you're a rapper. Yeah. (laughs) So wait, what's the inspiration behind this track? Because it's all bullshit. It's all bullshit. It's like what I was saying before. It's like, uh, it's uh, tell your son it's a trap, y'all. Never let your kids grow up to be rap stars. Because uh, it's like, yo, we need more doctors and 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 people. even even like journalists and people like you with some brains, like we don't need more rappers, you know? It's like we have enough rappers, mm. you know? And uh and also it's 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 glorified to be something it's not. Like mm. uh you know, obviously people get rich off this shit, but you know, ninety eight percent don't. You know, and 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 it's just it's a trap. It's like you know, unless you love doing it. You know, right. like I love doing it, but uh, so I do it. But uh, it's like you know, I don't I don't want more rappers. Like people need to like let their kids grow up and go to school and all the shit our parents told us that we didn't listen to that we should have. Like that's what they need to be doing. But I can promise you right now it isn't friendship. Maybe penmanship. Hey. Your label making paper trails Or even worse when a Bob Schmurter stays in jail Now I don't even listen to the radio But I know that trust has lost as far as labels go My son be born in a different era Doesn't mean that my shit was better With his music bros possible to live forever But I promise there's much greater ways to shred this cheddar Yeah, that's whatever Look, I had a crazy life and hip-hop was the catalyst Trying to make sure my little man don't know what battles is a pay-to-play Lost hope, keep him clean, balls of soap to wash him from the fraudulent hoax I call my everything the lyric, uh, I don't usually rap like this, and I'm far from an activist, yeah. starts out the track. Yeah. Um, this track comes from your frustration with seeing negativity and racial tensions um, everywhere. What, what, what kind of what purpose does this track serve for you? Uh, does it kind of does it make you want to do something, or does it kind of help you make sense of what's going on in the world, or is it just kind of like a therapy? I, 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 more therapy, you know, because. Honestly, I don't have any interest in marching for anything. Like I, and I don't. Also, I don't want to pretend. Uh, I've been educated on on struggles and 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 stuff like that, and um, and hardships. 
that needed to be that need to be overcome. But I mean, listen, I know this fucking country is fucked. Like, I understand that black and uh, black and brown people aren't treated the same as as non black and brown people. Like, I understand. Uh, so I understand uh, frustration, and I've been educated on certain things. But uh, I can uh, try and understand, but I'll never truly understand. And my thing is, I'm all I'm trying to do with this song is, I mean, it's easy for me to say, but man, I, I like I, I have love for certain people regardless of what color they are, you know. And it's just a call for unity. Like I just want people to hear that song and feel good. Even if it's for three minutes, you know, and I feel like I feel like racial tension is everywhere. And I just really wish it wasn't like it's so easy for me to sit here and say that, you know, I understand that, you know, and I I didn't think I was going to change the world with the song. But um, but I speak from the heart, even even when I'm talking like a douchebag on my songs, it's coming from an honest place. And this song is from an honest place. And that's why I try to take a neutral approach to it. You know, um, uh, you know, I scroll down my Facebook timeline and I see, you know, all kinds of anti-black or anti-white or anti-this or anti-that. It's like all around, you know, and and I just started them following everyone because I hate it. It's like I don't agree with this. None of this. Like, you know, and and I mean, it's going to be a long time before people start loving each other i don't mean loving like oh you know but you know at least accepting people need to accept people whether they're different whatever like it doesn't matter like at the end of the day it's 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 more for me again it's easy for me to say but i think it's more of a rich or poor thing you know but that's in my heart not everybody feels the same you know i some people might think i don't even have the right to speak on stuff like this and and that's okay you know but yeah, it's just I just it's basically preaching love and unity, at least from my heart. You know, were you surprised that you wrote a track like this? And, yeah. yeah, yeah, it wasn't. I, I the thing is, I didn't want to because it's so easy to do. It's like the trendy thing to do. Right. You know, I got the beat. I sat down with the beat, and this is what came to me. It's I, I don't rap like this, man. <laughs> I never rapped like this in my life. You know, never. Uh, we go through my catalog of songs for. Three million years ago, I've never made a song like this, and I didn't. I I didn't. Not that I didn't want to. I just I didn't want to sound like I'm riding a wave with this. You know, I just just not what I do. You know, and I sat down with the beat, and it just made me feel something. And I just I just wanted to express it. You know, people. Some people. Uh, overall, the the it's been positive. I'm sure, I'm sure some people listen to it like "fuck out of here," <laughs> and, and that's cool too. You know, at least they feel something. Right, right, right. But no, nah, man, I didn't want to make a song like this, and that's why, kind of, that's kind of why I justify like by saying I don't usually rap like this, and I'm far from an activist because I don't want to pretend to be something I'm not, or like some kind of super conscious rapper. I'm I'm not, you know. But this is how I felt at that moment. Helen Kelly AP uses a lot. I mean, we were talking about this prior to the um, interview, but he uses a lot of music. Yeah. Uh, and I heard it, and I was like, "All right, Otis is not a not a not a, he's not he's a he's a lyricist and MC, but who's not afraid to silence his voice and let the music yeah. play." Yeah. Yeah. Um, what What's the importance for you 
of the beat, the instrument, uh, in your art, um, when you're creating it? Like how, how do you, I guess, how do you measure, uh, lyrics, beat? It's just got to feel, it's got to feel a certain way when you're done, you know, um, um, you know, it, 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 it takes a while too to like tuck away your ego. Cause like going back to what I was saying before, excuse me, I was in a band for a while and, um, you know, it takes a while to know, just shut up. It's the solo, you know, <laughs> sometimes you just want to go extra hard. And, but you know, as I've, uh, as I feel like I've put in the work to try and master my craft, you know, um, uh, I understand the importance of like you got. Sometimes you got to let it breathe, you know. Um, and and it's just for me, it's just about creating the overall vibe. I love music, like all kinds of music, except like country. I don't really, I don't really. I'm not a country music fan. But <laughs> other than that, man, I love music from classical to everything to reggae, old school reggae to everything, grunge, classic rock, uh, everything. Uh, and it's just an appreciation. It's a vibe. You're you're, you're painting a picture. It's it, um, it's it's really about building a mood. You know, it's all building a mood and building a, and painting a picture. You know, it, and it's it's easy to just talk over everything. That's another thing too. Like over time, I learned like sometimes you got to chill with the ad libs. You know, Man. it's cool ad libs if they mean something. But I used to just throw in ad-libs to throw in ad-libs because, like, you know, like you said, to silence yourself. Like, a lot of artists, well, forget about a lot of artists. I didn't usually do that in the Mm. past. And it's got to be a comfort that you feel about your own music, too, you know? You know that you're going to shine when your verses and your hooks and your bridges come on. But, you know, you have to be able to uh, let the picture be painted, you know? Right. Speaking of, I mean, speaking of instrumentals, the last, technical last track, downplay, right? Yeah, it's just yeah. I didn't, I music. didn't, I didn't, I didn't make that. That was amazing. That um, elementary made that. I love it. I thought it was incredible. But you put it, but 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 you put it on there. Yeah. Without your, without yeah. you. And he was telling me to, uh, he was telling me that I should do something over it. And I and I told him that it's a masterpiece to me. So why do I need to try and do something over it? Like uh, it reminded me of, um, oh man, I think it's uh, I think it's December something on uh, on Blackwell sides. Yes, I was just thinking. I was yeah. about to ask you whether it was yeah. kind of like an ode. To it, it wasn't supposed to be. And uh, the thing is, he uh, elementary even to this day, if you ask him now, he wants me to do something over it. Like and I'm, I refuse. Like when because none of that is sampled. You know, there, there's a few vocal snippets in there. Those are the samples. But he played everything out. And uh, I just feel like it's a masterpiece. You know, I refuse to do anything over it. Even in Adlib. I love it. I think it's amazing. It's an amazing piece of music. Why end the, why, why choose the end the album with that? Um, I mean, you know, it's just like, we're listening to you. It's a, you know, we know it's your album. But then the last thing we hear is just, it's not you. Um, is there, was there, I mean, because you obviously could have put that track wherever you wanted to. It's your album. But why kind of choose? Because it's amazing. Because <laughs> it's amazing. To me, it's amazing. Like, it's probably one of my favorite songs on the project, you know, and it don't even have vocals. I think it's amazing. It's an amazing piece of music. It's something like, 
It's something that, like, I would hear that sounds professional to me. Like, I, we're striving to be professional here, you know, but I still look at me like me. Mm-hmm. And when I hear that, I'm like, holy shit, this is a professional piece of music that the producer played out. And uh, again, it goes back to the no ego. Like, it just, if it works, it works. Um, and I just, you know, I like to give it room to breathe also. Yeah, man, I, I, I think it's amazing. I think it gives a chance for the listener to digest everything that I've said on the project, you know. Um, it's just amazing. I love it. I can't say it enough. It's amazing. I love it. great to kind of give the uh, I think the listener kind of an insight to the creation of the Helen Keller EP so um, just real quickly where did you or it doesn't have to be real quickly but where did you write the majority of the EP and then uh, what was the first track you wrote for the EP okay I think the first song for it was Helen Keller um it's kind of a crazy story um the producer I was just giving enormous props to elementary he um me and him were working on an ep and i wrote the helen keller uh joint um by his in his studio and it was two it's actually the remix that's coming out on the ep that's actually the original so um me and him had creative differences and we split up for a while and uh i took uh the helen keller song and I gave it to the producer, Ricky Vaughn, and he built this whole song around it, you know. Um, so I guess technically that's the first song. Um, and he just, he broke it down and just rebuilt the whole song around the vocals. Wow. Um, but yeah, so I guess that's the first song. Um, but most of the music was made here at the embassies. <laughs> that's what I call the studio. <laughs> and um, yeah, yeah, it, it do you have a sounding board that you kind of like of people that you play something for prior to releasing it to the public? Like, or is it you that knows when something's kind of, I have a few people, you know, um, I have a few people. I start and, and the, the people that I send the music to when I'm done, uh, the number is really shrunk because there's nothing that pisses me off more than sending something that I just finished that I feel great about. And then they don't reply for like three days, four days. Sometimes they don't hit you back at all and you text them and they're like, oh, it's great. I just didn't get back to you. I have uh, I have like groups of people, but like small groups, like two of these, two of these. I have my people. I have a few people that are real hard critics, you know, that hate everything. (laughs) <laughs> I have uh, my producer Ricky, who's I mean he's he's brilliant. He did most of the album, and and he's usually the most. Me and him usually see eye to eye. Like if something uh, isn't up to par, he'll tell me, you mm-hmm. know. And then Elementary is another one who's honest. Basically, I just keep the people that I do have around me are. are I usually make sure that they're honest. It's like honest. Like if somebody thinks something is crap, I want to know. That's no, crap. But I want to know why it's crap, you know? Mm-hmm. Don't just say, oh, I don't like it. Okay, why? 
I don't like it. All right, well, <laughs> it's not a good answer. So, yeah, I have about like five, six people. It used to be like eight to ten. And now by next project, it'll probably be like two. But, yeah, but I know. I usually know, you know. I usually know when I'm done at this point. So it's next. I mean, this comes out, it comes out May 19th. Yeah. And I hate to be that guy to ask you what's next, but. No, there's next. I have, the next EP is, is done. Uh, minus a little mixing and stuff. The next EP after this one is called 40s on the Church Steps. Uh, and that basically pays homage to how I grew up. We used to meet up on the church steps and drink 40s and, you know, and that's what we did. Uh but it, it, it's really dope. I, I really, I'm excited for that one, you know. And then aside from that, I have, uh, I have, aside from that EP, I have like another 10 songs ready to go, you know. Like good stuff, stuff that I can release and feel good about right now if I wanted. So I'm just going to keep making music, you know. Um, I plan to push this EP a little harder, you know, the the Helen Keller. And, uh, but I, I would also... By the end of the summer, I would like to start pushing the next one as well, you know, because there's a few songs on there that need to see the light of summer. Have to. Have you thought why the hell, out of all your projects, like have you ever thought like why the hell, why this project is getting the most a better or a better response, I guess, than your past ones? <laughs> I mean, I got an answer if you want an honest answer <laughs> sure because it's the first project that i actually use a publicist for <laughs> <laughs> to be honest uh it's the first project that i actually put money behind mm. you know um you know uh i grew up in a um i mean listen i always felt like the music would speak for itself you know if i made the music good things are happen like don't get me wrong i've gotten some really big looks in the past but over a whole span of a project, it kind of just comes and goes. And this, you know, every song basically has gotten dope blog coverage and, and I've gotten some good looks. And, uh, but, you know, the film festival is all me and Ryan. <laughs> but everything else, man, I got to give it up. My publicist is really, he's done a phenomenal job with this project. And I always thought that my music would speak for itself, but it's a different game. Right. It's just a different game. It's, you cannot. You you cannot just make music if nobody really knows you. You can't just make music and put it out unless you're going viral and looking like yeah. you know like yeah. some kind of clown or or you have some, yeah exactly. It, it just doesn't happen that way no more. You know, I mean, my grandmother still thinks that somebody's gonna see me at a show and sign me up. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like grandma, it don't work like that. But uh, yeah, no, I mean, I, I put money behind this. I put a plan behind this. You know, it's the first time I've had a real solid plan going into a, a project. And this, you don't have to answer this at all, but this no, is, I will. And this is not taking anything away from Helen Keller, but I, you talked about Common earlier, right? Yeah, you talked about his old stuff. Mm -hmm. Talked about what it, you know, what it all makes sense. Kind of brought yeah. dollar resurrection. A lot of people start listening to common with like electric circus or the b album right yeah b was incredible b is a great album but i always also felt like i wish his i wish he got recognized with resurrection as the album right like that was like you know yeah, resurrection's but, amazing but is there like for you with i think the new the new listeners new fans you're going yeah. to create with helen keller is there something that you would go to them all right you like helen keller 
check out yeah song from what yeah. song or what 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 yeah. album would the, you want them to my, check out last year i put out an embassies ep i call it an embassies and the reason why i called it that uh uh, I, I was I had a week off from work and and I sat home and and I was telling you this before the interview and uh, and we we produced wrote mixed mastered a whole EP and put it out in a week and honestly it's it, to me it's incredible like um, to do it all in a week you know it's crazy because I was gonna do it I I, I had uh, and I was very ambitious I, I said I was gonna do it in a weekend. And then my producer, Ricky Vaughn, he hit me up. He's like, yo, bro, no way. <laughs> I was like, all right. He goes, do you have beats for this project that you're going to put out in a week? I was like, no. And, he's, and and so I just started writing, and he just started filling my, my, my email, my inbox up with beats. And I was like, holy shit. And it just came to work. Like, honestly, this project is, is like, I mean, I'm not supposed to say this because Helen Keller's the new stuff, but. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. I really feel like it's incredible. It it paints a picture, and it's called embassies because I didn't leave this room for a whole week, yeah. and I was and and it's named after the studio, you know. Uh, man, I, I yeah, I encourage people to check that out. You know, the only place I can put it up is Bandcamp because it's so sample heavy. All right. Um, but yeah, otisclap.bandcamp.com if you want to hear that, it's incredible. I will give I'll give you the NBC's EP after well after the interview or whatever. I think you're going to dig it. It's good. Yeah, that's the project. That's the one. May 19th. Yeah, uh, May 19th. Yes. Uh Otis Club. Uh thank you so much for joining me at com. Yes. Thank you for your um time. Thank you for the opportunity. Appreciate it. Cool. And this was a dope interview. Cool. Thank You're not you. asking me like horrible questions. This is like a really good interview. <laughs> Thank you, brother. Thank you. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Now, if you know what you're worth, not go out and get what you're worth. But you gotta be willing to take the hits and not point your fingers saying you ain't where you wanna be because of him or her or anybody. I turned my demons into diamonds, y'all was probably riding high on The fact that I be wildin', but that's in the past like bygones That I ain't lying, dying shit, whenever I be eyeing shit If I really try to make it mine and shit, silence them Man, I'm cussing on stage, at least they feeling something on stage At least I made them feel the repercussions of my rage Fuck, it's not a game, fuck, it never was and I ain't playing Get high like a Dutch, cause cops hating me just as much. They ain't heard me in a while, probably thought I gave up. Especially when the wind was so close to my clutch. But if you know me, you know I ain't a quitter. Cause even when I'm hunting, keep my eye on the dinner. Yo, this hiatus, y'all was sitting back waiting so that when I come back, I solidify greatness. Hit the stool, let it simmer. Nowadays, all these bitches getting here is ice in the winter. I turn water into wine, quarters into dimes. Your daughter's on the line, taking orders all the time. Have the last laugh like I never got the joke. Wrap my whole catalog under oath. I ain't shallow as you thought, deeper on the page. So if you're taking stabs, you gon' need a deeper blade. This that old New York razor blade in the pocket. Send the letters up north, check the numbers on the docket. Around the same time, I would give this shit a try. Biggie was alive. He ain't even died yet. Made 
so many songs, I can document my progress. Promoters now look at us like objects. Even when I wasn't popping, still had fans in the concert. Wasn't getting paid, paid dues to the process. Da 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 da. Rappers nowadays straight garbage. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.